Hello and welcome to Open All Ours, the QBR podcast. I'm David Fraser. Um, there's three of us here tonight, three of us and an interview we're all looking forward to. So uh, alongside me is, guess who? Me. Paul Finney. All right. What How about are you? you? We have, we, we, what about you? You what, mate? What about you? We, I, we haven't done this for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, I think maybe a month we haven't been together for. You sounds like my kitchen floor. What does that what? mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ever watched it for a month it was a bad joke it was in my head and I really wish I hadn't no, said it because I think I missed two and then we didn't do one but and then spookily, we had the international break spookily I was ruined by your house on Saturday morning doing a delivery so you said so now I'm thinking for every way game I might have to go past your house yes. as some kind of lucky charm yes that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me um, we should introduce oh, yes. our, our third podcaster of the night James Evans. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Good. I've had a nice day off. Um, I'm getting ready for the Ealing Half Marathon. I ran nine miles today. I don't know if I'm going to do it. When is it? Are we, uh, not this Sunday, last Sunday of the month. Is that I'm not ready. It's the game, um, which is the 29th. 29th around then. Yeah. 30th. 30th. The 30th. Yeah. Very good. Good luck, yeah. James. I think that's a really good thing you're doing. I'm not doing it for any great cause. Just you are. For, you're for doing it for, me. Your, for James. Yeah. James yeah. To keep yourself yeah. fit, which means less money in the NHS for some people who are trying. Like, unlike, maybe, I'll put that, maybe I'll put that on my little stickery badge. Unlike unfit buggers like me. Well done. Um, we also have an interview later in the middle of the show with Danny Shitu, which is very exciting. We have not spoken to him before. There's, there's a few people that we've always tried to get hold of that we've never spoken to. We, we've got hold of him, I would say, also on the list of ungettables so far, Adele Tarapt. Mm-hmm. We did at once upon a time. We got we got reasonably friendly with like a press officer at Sporting Lisbon or wherever it was he was, and we just thought so we were going to get him. He's just so busy. That's yeah. the thing. Isn't we haven't he? got Adele. He's in Benfica's reserves still. Benfica. That's it. So there's, oh, I've read an article saying like four point six million euros to cancel his contract or something because he's just still just oh, got an we, amazing agent. Just just chilling out. Uh, and the other one's Roy Wegley, who we've and never managed. Do to you know get. who the biggest one is for me? Who? Gary Bannister. Yeah, we get Gary Bannister in the podcast, and I'd love to get Jan Stasekel on the Bannister on the podcast as well. Banner Bannister, you want to get Jan Stasekel on the Bannister? That's a whole different podcast. Paul. Do you know what? I started yeah. really badly. Like, That's the, the title sorted. Yeah. Yeah. Jan Stasekel on the Bannister. Jan Stasekel yeah. on the Bannister. That, Do you know what? Yeah. Listeners, I'm doing this podcast sober, never again. So, so that's 100% the name of this podcast. <laughs> and everybody will have seen, because they downloaded it first and they'd have seen the title is, and they'd have thought, what? Why is it called Jan Stayskull on the banister? Because they knew it was called that before we did, in a sense. Yeah. And so now, here's the reason why. Paul Finney wants Jan Stayskull on the banister. I have nothing to say. Um, right. Thank you to Bill Simpson. He sponsored the beers. Did he tonight? I like Bill. He, you know, he's a lovely fella. What a nice. He went to New York. Thank and you. Stuff, and um, I've got to know Bill over the last couple of years, and you'll never meet a nicer fella. And unlike my good self, he's he's a thoroughly decent chap. I like him. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Um, if anybody else wants to help us out, either with beer sponsorship or episode sponsorship, you can go to the website qprpod.co.uk and click on support the show, sponsor the show. Uh, we did have somebody um, three weeks ago sponsor the show. Yes. One o'clock in the morning at 1am. Wow. They sponsored it. It came through. We then got an email at seven in the morning <laughs> saying, I uh, got a bit drunk last night um, and I got a bit carried away and I sponsored the podcast when I, 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 I shouldn't have done really and I do all oh. sorts of silly things when I'm drunk so would you mind putting it down to drunken exuberance thanks Clive so oh, we did I won't say who it is no. out of embarrassment it's like but... the players that never get a personal sponsor in the programme you know it's... if I was a footballer that would be me I don't know who doesn't have one currently I don't know actually I know about programme should we Carry talk on. about QPR Let's do that. So the last time I podded was a while ago, and the last time you did as well. We did just come off a win, but it was still looking, you know, we were in that horrible period of load, like, where do we go from here? 7-1 defeat to West Brom, no players. And now 
everything appears to be different. How are we all feeling? A lot more positive, but still apprehensive, and downright terrified after the last 20 minutes of Bolton. Did you go, Paul? I did go. Well, they did drove, well. Drove past the house. No. They did well. There was a lovely, like, someone put up a proper good moody stream on Facebook. Oh, did you watch oh, it on that? what a shame. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. I, I pretty much watched 80 oh, really? of the 90 minutes. But yeah. I, I think we've done well. I mean, the last 20 we kind of, and the subs that Steve McLaren made were, I understand in some ways because he's desperate to get the monkey off her back and get that win. It's more, the performance wasn't... The away secondary. win, you mean, yeah. Yeah, get, get that away win. Don't get that stay scowl off the banister. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, we to... Sorry. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> um, glad I made your life more interesting. Um, and I think you made Jan Stacekel's life more interesting <laughs> as well. I always yes. remember him for the Don Hoquid that he's, 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 he's bedding into England by going to Sainsbury's and I didn't help myself that last remark either. Never what? mind, carry on. Um, don't, don't know, know. <laughs> we don't know, yeah. Yep. Anyway, so... Carry also, on. for any of our fans under 30, Jan <laughs> Stacekel was a goalie for 30 years he ago. He was a very good and Don goalie. Don Howe was our head coach Indeed. as well. And if you don't know that, get a history book, read up the history of your club that you support, and then you'll know things. Don't rely on the podcast. Anyway. Well, ran, you should, ran all new young fans, welcome. Yes, yes. go on. No, they're more than welcome, but yeah. you should always learn the history of your club. Anyway, so... We played really well. The substitutions were a bit strange, but it doesn't matter. We've won away from home, and everyone's that was there, there wasn't that many there, which is a shame, but the transport system was up the creek. I understand why there wasn't that many up there. And you know what? At times, we played some really good football. Was it a bit we of, were good. Yeah, was it a, a bit of movement. the classic, you know, the team at home are always going to try in the last 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. If they're still within a... Yeah. Is it more that rather than we suddenly got worse? No, I think, I think, listen, they got a freaky goal. I know it sounds really that I'm not giving them credit for it, but they, it, it, the, the ball fell apart. Someone I've fell. Goalie, like, Lumley should have done better. He should have done better. Yeah, he should have done yeah, better. Well, to be fair to him, he didn't see it till late. Someone fell down. It bounced off their food or whatever. It went in. Yeah. yeah, these things happen. And they got a lot of... I mean, yeah, the wall was massive, actually. So he like he was completely... kind of watched the highlights, obviously. He was, his line of sight was totally... Ah, to the, but you'd think... Come on, you can, yeah, but you can do that. You the angle and the, 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 the someone falling down and hitting their foot, you don't anticipate. So I don't, I don't blame him too much. But he also pulled off some really good saves. But what he does, which is really good as well, he's so commanding. He's, he's loud. He's he's animated. But also, he's he's reading the game so much better. He's on it. He knows who to give it to, who's to ping it to, and what we want to do I, with it. I know, like everybody's now desperate for him. I, I don't want to talk anyone down uh, I, because we've had a great a great result mm. of the weekend. I know everyone is desperate for him to be the next, you know, Alex Smithies, and that's it. He's got the number one chair. Yeah. I'm not that convinced. I'm not... I wouldn't be surprised if you see the two of them sharing that for a year or two. No, I think you've got to have faith in Lumley. You've got to pull him through it. Um, I think you... I, I'm not saying drop him, and I'm not no, saying... No, but no. I'm just saying... I think there's, let's there's not, not so much of a difference between them in terms of ability. Yeah. You feel, you've feel got to feel slightly for Ingram. Like, I think Ingram's QPR career may be on the back burner because of West Brom and a few mistakes but I still but say that's because back, we were trying yeah. to get him to play the, a goalkeeper we were not, we were to be fair that's I don't, true sweeper keeper point. wasn't and it people need to realise that you know if, if, if you're not used to that you're not that kind of goalkeeper then you can't play it but what I was really impressed with and so I said the other week in one of the last spots I did to my shame that well, were we over hyping Eze were we making him this bigger player than what he is yeah, I was talking shade. He was immense on Saturday. I know he was supposed to be playing the wing. He mm. drifted in the middle. Of some... In fact, Freeman was supposed to be the wing as well. And actually, he got the first goal really well by coming inside as well. And it's just one of them things where Ezzy's just got that conference game by game. Well, there's a lovely bit in the highlights for the goal. Freeman crosses it in. Mm. Ezzy obviously controls it with one foot and then shoots with the other. But in between controlling it and shooting, Freeman's already celebrating. Freeman's really? already got his arms up. Like, he knows it's going in. Ooh. Then he scores, and then as he sort of runs over, yeah, it's really, watch it, it's really oh. good. You're like, wow, that's, that shows the confidence that Freeman has in Ezzy. I think he's a great, great player. He could, he could he, and I, you know, I just was worried that we were going to overhype it and then people have too much expectations, but he seems to be thriving on that, and that's really good to see. I thought Wells was fantastic. Yeah, I didn't like to see him come off, actually. I thought he was causing a mayhem, and when we took him off, it, it brought them back into the they game. Have, those two have made such a difference, Hemed and Wells. Because uh, uh, um, I, I remember uh, kind of going back slightly early in the season. Um, I've been to the, the, the home games, but going back early in the season after the Sheffield United game, walked outside, I go with my dad, and we were like, I thought we played all right in patches. We were a little bit unlucky. We just got nothing up front, so whenever we lose the ball, mm. we're straight on the back foot again. And having those two guys as outlets makes such a difference. It gives the defence a break. 
you know, you feel like... Stuff's happening, they're setting stuff up, yeah. Hemet's drifting and, out, putting crosses in. And it just goes to show you, we haven't... Re- that's sorry, Wells. We haven't had that. We haven't had yeah. that for a year. And, like, you know, the other guys that we've got floating about now, they are what they were always sort of going to be, plan B. Mm. And, and Kevin Gannon said on this, didn't he? he? Did, they're he all, did. all the guys are plan Bs. And they sort of are. So with these two guys, they just... Yeah, you know, it's quite exciting and interesting to watch and play. Mm. Um, it has meant that McLaren's had to sort of abandon a bit of what he wanted to do. And I think that's more, I wonder if that's why he's playing Cousins a bit more now over Scowling. He's abandoned it all, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Just trying was, to win games. I don't think, if I'm being brutally honest, it was ever. If you look at the teams that McLaren's put together in the past, he's never been, or doesn't seem to be, I could be wrong. Um, the, the sort of person that's going to do the youth thing anyway. He's always going, he was always, I think, going to do this. I think he was saying to the board, look, this is where we are. These guys probably aren't good enough. We need to bring in some extra quality. Um, I feel very, I wouldn't say sad, because sad's the things that are tragedies in football. Um, at Your football's times. sad. Your football's sad. It's football's sad, indeed. It's um, a shame. You're, yeah, yeah. Manning on Lord and Wee Smith not getting in, and Pavel not really getting in, and about, Samuel, them four what players. What about Manning kissing the badge after scoring the pen for Rotherham? <sighs> you can't really blame him. He's never really got enough of a run. You can't say you're sad about those players not being in the team when we've had such a good last three or four games. No, but I'd like to see them more involved. I think we need... I think certainly on Saturday we could have brought Samuel on... Um, and maybe Pavel and two cousins off and, and jigged up the midfield a bit because we, we desperately needed to run at them to take them out. Take them. If you're going to take the strikers off, you also need to go down the flanks and give them something to think about. We were just letting them come at us and come at us and come at us, which in the it's end of it... It's going to happen. Like James said, you're a team at home, the last 20 minutes, they're one goal behind, they're going to go for it. Exactly. But what I'd like to say is that we, we can abandon, abandon caution sometimes. We've got the way we're in abandon the caution because we're a much better side than we reflected at times although I'm very pleased with the win and I actually think that Bidwell played reasonably mm. decent because I've been on this case all season and he I think when Furlong comes back him and Bidwell will get it together again and we'll look, Lynch did a lot better remind as well. me how long Furlong's out for he's running again so, so, so there, he's were, not, there was pictures like last week of him running so he's not is, out which Furlong. is quite good no. <laughs> I like it Thanks. I like it um, <laughs> was, 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 they always say was it two to three months initially so that sort of seems like it might be on track Okay, but, but I don't know kind of dates it's an interesting one because you, you kind of look at it as well and you've got the, the lad from Stoke that come on Cameron as well and he looks he looks really mm. decent and a lot of Stoke fans if you go on their message boards are absolutely devastated that he's got yeah, and, and, and as he's American hopefully loads of his family will be in America so he's Trump supporter you know so by the way. But, but did you know this I didn't know this quoted Trump supporter Sorry, <laughs> I'll send you the link after. Uh, to be that's, honest, that's I, good. I like that. As long, as long as it's not anything absolutely mentally for... No, 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 he hasn't. On, did you say Trump? Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but he can cover Joel Lynch when Joel Lynch uh, is off at Christmas. That's what I was kind of hoping, so... He's through me then, but I, I think, I think the, the thing is, we've had to use a loan market. People will say, do you know what? Loans are not your players. They will leave. It's not building for the future, but we need to keep our status in this league. I want to talk about the loans and the players that come in after um, the interview. What was I going to say? I was going to talk to you about something about the Bolton game, but it's completely gone out of my head. What were you going to ask? Were you going to ask us what the stadium was like no. in a retail park? I don't, I don't like know. these retail parks. It's stadiums. had a million different names, that Bolton it's, Stadium, the since the Rubot. I have yeah. once stayed at that hotel. See, like on a like, boring a conference. Ground, you can do that. I had a view of an empty pitch. Yeah, I had a view of an empty pitch in the hotel like? one. I mean, it was an empty pitch outside my window. I've also stayed at the same thing at um, Coventry. Oh, Coventry's fr- the same. A friend of mine... Didn't his, we have the first game at Coventry? Wasn't it, wasn't it open a game against us? I'm pretty sure A friend was. of mine, his now wife, but then girlfriend, treated him to a night at the Bolin before he got knocked down. So there was loads could of pictures you do of them. that? Yeah, apparently you could like stay there the, the night as well, uh, which yeah. I just find weird. Makes my stay skill banners the thing seem a lot better. <laughs> Thank um, you for that. Right. But anyway, interview. Can we, can we talk about this quickly? Yeah. This because it's always QPR having to move to the scrubs, hopefully, and getting that over the line. And, and oh, these new grounds with supermarkets, and Nando's, and it was so bizarre going to a ground when people are doing their shopping at the same it's time. It's not a new ground, though, that ground. It's not a new ground, but the complex, everything else. and the, the, Most that, things are new compared to Loftus Road. It's, yeah. it's kind of like... And I saw a picture the other day of someone at the, the Emirates Eaton pub corner, and I just think, oh, my God, football is so losing its soul. Oh. It's gone, Paul. Maybe it's, it's just gone. new. Is it it's age? Gone. Is it age? 
See, I don't know. James, gone. T- talk, talk, talk to me take about Danny Shittu. Take it back, people. Take it back, people. Talk to me about what you think about Danny Shittu, because that's who we're going to talk to now. I mean, Danny an, was an, is, is an amazing character. Bubbly lad. Always give his heart. Love his, his, his clearances sometimes, because you weren't sure if they were going to leave the pitch and hit Mars and come back for <laughs> a header. He could hit it further than people could pass it. He could, yeah, but you head. know what? He He'd just go like 50 yards in the air. That's my abiding memory is him winning something in the air and it going about 50 yards. I remember when he first signed for us, he would be chasing, he would be chasing a really pacey forward and they're looking at him sideways and they're giving it like, you know what, there's no way that big bugger's going to catch me. And within three seconds, he's on top of them. They're on the ground and the ball's in the paddocks. Brilliant player. Absolutely brilliant. And Danny Paddocks. Danny Paddocks. <laughs> we never said that. Danny Paddocks. This is, this is interesting. Let's talk to Danny Shitty though. I'm going to yeah? get a coffee. Okay. Danny, thank you so much for joining us. You are, we've never had you on in sort of coming up for eight years of the podcast. We've never managed to get you on. And we're very, very grateful um, because you are, of course, a big hero, big cult hero amongst QPR fans, particularly, of course, around your first period at the club, which was um, those, those t- two kind of crazy and amazing seasons in particular, you know, the, the playoff final, which we weren't successful in, and then going up at Hillsborough and the Olden game and everything else wrapped into it. What are your overriding memories of that time? Um, I, think that, I think that's the thing about football. You know, you remember the highs, but you also remember the low times as well. And I think that QPR was, you know, everybody knows what QPR means to me. And obviously the history that, you know, I've been able to be a part of um, the times that you mentioned, like you said, so, you know, you mentioned the times of when, you know, we got to the, the final where we lost. <laughs> and, you know, I, I can still remember that day, you know, we were, you know, planning everything and party and what's going to happen. And for us to have lost that game, we were just so down. And, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of, a lot of teams, a lot of players kind of, they can lose themselves after that. But, you know, for us to go the next season, work hard to, to get promoted, it meant so much. Um, around that period, so we've had lots of questions about the Oldham game. John Sharp asks, what was it like playing in that playoff win against Oldham in that amazing atmosphere at Loftus Road? You know, the, I think that's one of the, 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 the best memories, like the best evenings, you know, evening game. And, you know, when we scored and, you know, people can talk about hearing the roar and the, the cheer of the crowd from miles away. It was just amazing, absolutely amazing. To have played in that game, to have, you know, that evening, the settings, the way we worked hard, the way the fans were all behind us, for us to have won that game, it meant so, so much. And I think those are definitely one of the, you know, the biggest highs, you know, playing for QPR. I'd never, ever forget that. Um. A couple of other questions um, from sort of fans on Twitter who knew that you were coming on this afternoon. Um, Mark Flat wants to know who's the best player you ever played with during your career. Is it during my QPR career? Well, tell us your QPR career and um, also your career. Full stop. Um, I think okay during my um, QPR career, um, I, I was able to play. Fortunately, played with lots of you know good players. Obviously, my virtual giving Gallon. Furlong, you know, in my first stint, you know, these guys are players that, you know, they helped me through the game. You know, they were the, the, the older pros or my age, that, but they had more experience than me and they were the leaders, you know. So for me to have played around and learned so much from these guys, it, you know, it meant a lot, you know, because obviously I was able to go on in my career and be captains and be leaders of teams. So that meant so much to me. And obviously my second stint at, at QPR, you know, playing with the Joey Bartons, with the, I would say that if you say the most like, talented person, I think I played with a QPR Laptops, obviously, is a Delta Rapt. I, I think that, you know, in my career, <laughs> in a lot of, you know, playing with, you know, with and against, you know, the top players in the world, I can say that the things that Adele could do with the ball was it was unbelievable, you know. I'm one of the kind of players that, you know, I want to be able to smash everybody or tackle somebody. And, you know, you he just he just does some crazy things on the balls. And it was just absolutely amazing. It was an absolute pleasure to be a part of that. Obviously, that was his, the way he is sometimes, you know. And he's the most laid-back guy that, you know, off the pitch. But when he gets onto that pitch, you know, the magic that he does is, is, is simply unreal. Hey, Daddy, it's Paul here. Um... 
Yeah. Um, do you remember your QPR debut? If memory serves me rightly, it was away against Peterborough. Yes, yes, it yes. Didn't go so well. And yes. just to make you feel very, very, very old, I nipped away. My, my, my I, I was about to be a dad. It was a cesarean, and, and um, <laughs> my, I had to go to Peterborough and then come back and then go to the hospital and be a dad, sort of thing. That oh, evening didn't go so. Just to let you know, that child has just done a GCSEs. That, <laughs> um, oh, wow! Not trying to make it. Yep, yep. All them years ago, but it did. That evening went better for you than it did for Danny. I didn't oh, think did. Gosh, but yes. I tell you what, that that ref was a clone, like wasn't he? I know, I know. I really couldn't believe it. You know, for it to have happened, you know, I was really gutted. Really, 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 really. You know, but it's those kind of things that make you stronger. You know, you got to come back from that. And you know, fortunately, I was able to really. And what, what was your what was your thoughts of like? Uh, I've joined the club. The referee's here. This is great. <laughs> Do you know, I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I just couldn't believe it. It's like, wow, is this what I need to deal with now? So, you know, it was just, it was just unreal. But you know, I was, I was glad that I was able to come back from it. You know, I uh, mate, you're fine. You did nothing wrong. We were, we, we were in shock ourselves. We we're like. Well, he's a big lad, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, when you came on the warm up, I was like. Jesus, I mean, you, you were like a massive Bob Hazel, like you know. It's just like, and then and, and a few years later, when you when, when you made just that made that spot your own, everyone was just saying, "Oh, he's, he does this, he does that." You never smashed the ball as much as you think. You actually were capable of some very good football. I think that's the thing. I think a lot of people thought I just hit it and kick it most of the time, but you know, I was able to actually. You know, I thought my touch was pretty decent. You know, <laughs> but for a big man. Thought, <laughs> but you know, my, I know you know my 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 you know my bread and butter was heading it and kicking it most of the time because as a defender, you're taught you know your job is to defend, get the ball away from the goal, and I thought that you know that was what I was meant to do. But I thought my touch, you know, I thought my touch was pretty decent, you know. So a lot of people didn't think it was, but I thought it was really. Uh, Dan, uh, changing tack, uh, it's a really interesting question we got here from uh, DB Hoops, which is about your relationship with Clark Carlisle, who's. Um, obviously been in the, the news, um, you know, surrounding his, his personal struggles, which we all hope he's getting through. Uh, he says, Dan and Clark Collard were centre-back partners for quite some time. Were you friends? Were you aware of Clark's issues at the time? Um, and how did you find your time playing with Clark? I think that obviously um, Clark is one of the first centre-backs I was able to build, you know, a proper relationship with you know, as in learning so much of, you know, from him on how to defend, you know, we, we, you know, we were, I don't know, I thought it's, it's hard to describe it, you know, Clark, he, he is somebody that he, he meant so much to me and obviously to, for him, we were very close on the pitch, I'm off the pitch, we were pretty close as well, you know, we did speak on the phone, we did, you know, hang out sometimes, but obviously, um, we know that he obviously was going through some issues and for him to have, you know, the things that he was going through more recent, you know, it was really, really sad to hear, you know, to, to, to see that, to, to, to hear about it. You know, I did make contact with, with, with his family while it was all going on to show the support, you know, and um, I'm glad that, you know, he's still alive, you know, because he could, he could have easily not been with us today. And, you know, you know, people do, have, you know, have problems and, 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 it was just really sad, you know, to, to, to hear that, you know, he was going through that. And I'm just, you know, praying that he's able to, you know, recover and get back to the strong person that he is, you know. Sure. Well said. Sure. Yeah, totally. um, John Green wants to know if you've ever seen Mary Poppins. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Kind of well, I think it must be to do with the Soul Campbell song. I reckon it's because you said like Dick Van Dyke. Oh, yes. Yes, it is actually, isn't it? Yes, so Adil actually put that together. So it's actually <laughs> a good question. Of ha- course, you know, when I was in school, I saw Mary Poppins when we were in school, you know. <laughs> it's one of the one of the, the movies, I think, when we had like, when Wet I did watch a part of the film <laughs> on. <laughs> you know, don't put it on, you know. And then we watched it. So, Have you, you know, seen it song, since you've been at QPR? And, and if you have with the kids or whatever, have you sung along to that song? You know, I haven't actually seen the movie, but obviously the song um, <laughs> I've definitely heard it a million times. And every time it's you know I hear someone singing it, or I see it on Twitter or on Instagram, um, I'm always you know singing along to it. And so are my children as well; they've got they've become really accustomed to it now as well. What 
Well, uh, it's kind of on the subject of the song and comparisons with Soul Campbell, you are, you're playing in uh, a charity game at the end of the month um, for Carnu, the former Arsenal player, and you're playing yes. against Soul Campbell. Do you know, that's, I think I've always been looking forward to the day where I could think I could smash him. So I think this would be my opportunity. I know that he's meant to be a Masters game when you're meant to take it easy, but I think I'm going to actually look for the opportunity to smash him. Tell us about the game and, and, and fans can get tickets if they want to come down and see you. That's right. Yeah, so basically it's the um, Premier League Masters. Um, so obviously a lot of the you know top stars in the um, Premier League we're talking about Jens Lehmann, like you mentioned, Sol Campbell, Nigel Winterburn, Phil Babb, you know Robert Perez, um, Emil Heskey, Louis Saha. So a lot of the top um, you know Premier, uh, Premier League masters against the African masters, you know, which is the likes of obviously kind of me, um, George Botang, Laurent, um, Colatore, Yokubu. Um, so this is basically a match that's been put on by the Carnegie Heart Foundation. Obviously, everybody knows that Nguyen Kokani does a lot with the when it comes, you know, to, with his foundation to help a lot of kids regarding heart surgery. To, um, and so this match is on the Sunday, the 30th of September at the Hive in London. So for this kind of game to be going on in London, it's, it's you know it's, it's going to be a really really fun day. And I think that for all the all the hours out there that I really want to see me come and smash Sol Campbell. This is a really good opportunity to get come and see it live and direct. So, you know, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be fun, you know, looking forward to it. And it's all for a good cause. So we're all definitely looking forward to it. And for everybody that do want to come, you know, you can get your ticket at mastersfootball.com. That's where you can get it from. Very good. Now, we we know you got to go shortly, but we never let a, a, a hero, QPR hero, leave without Paul Finney saying the final word on it. So, Paul, over to you. Well, Danny, there's very few people that made a difference to QPR, and you are definitely one of them. Um, from when you came into the team, from when you made the place your own, from when you smashed every striker into the paddocks on a regular basis, which we enjoyed. We used to really enjoy as well. We used to run shoulder to shoulder to people, and we were like going, is he going in the paddock? Is he going to go in the lower loft? Um, is he going to go over the stand? But, you know, you, 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 you let us stream and, and that Oldham game was a, a you know, the, 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 the light from the tunnel and then obviously followed by Sheffield Wednesday. Fella, thank you so, so much for what you've done for our club. And um, if you've got a message for QPR fans about your time at QPR, now's your time to say it now, fella. Um, thank you for your words, first of all. You know, that really means a lot. And I think everybody would know that. You know, I'm somebody that played football my heart and I was pretty passionate about, you know, the teams I played for. And so everybody knows what QPR means to me. QPR was, you know, they gave me the real opportunity to go out there and show people what I could do. And we ended up building a family, not just with the players, but with the supporters. I think everybody knows QPR as a family club and a lot of the supporters and the fans that I still see up to today and I still talk to. And it's a real family club. And to be, a, you know, it's such a privilege to be part of that. So much memories that's been built with, you know, with PRs and, you know, keep PRs my home. And I just wanted to say that for my time, my two, you know, um, periods I've had to play there, you know, I want to thank all the supporters for the support they've given to us and they gave to me. And, and you know, keep PR it will always be my home. And, you know, come on, you guys. Welcome home, big man. <laughs> Very good. Danny, thank you so much for your time. Please do come on again. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks mate. Cheers, Cheers Danny. Thanks. Cheers, Danny. Bye. Right. Bye, mate. Lovely bloke. What a lad. What an absolute gentleman. And uh, I think I think there's a big bit of his heart that's QPR. Big bit. Do you want me to tell you a like, really nice tidbit about that interview? The re- we, we didn't speak to him for as long as we would like because you never do. Um, he said to us, I am on a really tight schedule because I have to finish by uh, 7.15. Got to finish by 7.15 because I've got to pick up my kids from Cubs and Scouts. We didn't ask what they were. What was their like next badge. Yes, we the, should have should've. done. That would have been the exclusive. We should have done. That would have been the exclusive that Football London might have ran tomorrow. If you... <laughs> If you, every word Danny Shitty said on the QPR podcast, if you hadn't have said that whole thing about Jan Stasek on the banister, the title of our podcast would have been Danny Shitty 
goes to Cubs and Scouts or something like that. I think we like should that. do that. No. Scouting Everybody for knows already it's Scouting not. for shitting. Scouting for shitting. Who needs, who needs a BB <laughs> with the scouts? Oh, whatever. Do you know what? We, we didn't... I don't know if they had the scouts in Northern Ireland. I went to the boys' brigade. Terrifying experience. Um, okay. Other things. Let's, let's, let's go to all the players we've got in this, this culture we have now of stopgappery. At QPR, <laughs> for want of a better phrase, so I like that expression. Yes. So, do you like that, James? Yeah, it's good. <coughs> it's very good. I'll use it. So, no way he thought of that, is it? He might have scribbled it down earlier. No chance. Someone's mentioned in the office. <laughs> Stop gappery. Oh no, he has. I would I I give the person who said it the credit they deserve. So, <laughs> we have Hemed, we have Wells, we have is Cameron alone? Yeah, he is. It? Yeah, we have Cameron. We have Rangel. Is 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 short term. Mm-hmm. Um. I kind I kind of been thinking about how I feel about that, like knowing that potentially none of these players are here next year. But isn't that football now anyway? Isn't football just one big but the thing r- is, experiment in stock? If some of our years. good players have a really good season, they couldn't. They might not be here next year. You know exactly yeah. what you're saying. You know if Easy Easy ends up scoring 15 goals this season, or Freeman does gets double figures in both assists and goals. You know, someone might, you know, people are looking at him this summer anyway. So, I mean, it's not obviously, it's not ideal because you want to kind of improve what's your own yeah. and build something. But I just think it was the situation that, rightly or wrongly, I mean, we could go on about the past forever at QPR, but rightly or wrongly, that's the situation we were in. So I think we did all right. Do you think we would mm. have signed those three players if we'd have not had such a shocker of a first four games? Do you think if we'd have got a win and a draw. If we'd have got four points from the first four, we would have signed those players. No, I think I think McLaren came knowing that um, he had a, he'd watched QPR pretty much, as you know, um, last season. Yeah. He covered us immensely, um, in his own words, and he'd been to most games, so he would have known what he was dealing with. So I reckon he had a plan A and a plan B. Plan A was, I'll do what they tell me, but I know this is going to work, and I'm going to bring my A plan in as a plan B. It was always going to be his attention, I think, to do this. And, you know, so far it's, it's, it's working. I just feel sorry for the kids that have been loaned out and not get the chance because after all that, because in, in their world, they've been told, this is going to be your chance, this is what we're doing, we're, we're, we're showing this path. there's time for them. There's there time is, for them. There is a time. And I think the problem we're going to have is, that, is keeping that, even now, without, the, you know, keeping that midfield happy, keeping Freeman happy, keeping Skern happy, Bringing Cameron in to do his job and everything else, and the one player that you're gonna, the first player you're gonna put your team sheet now is Eze. There's no question about that, and I think the team need to adapt to his strengths. And by God, he's got quite a few. I, I haven't spoken to you since Connor Washington left the club. No. How are you feeling about it? Are you all right? I'm grand. Do you need a minute? No, I'm all right. Has he scored for Sheffield United yet? I don't think so. Don't think he. Has. I mean, I, listen, I wasn't as much as a fanboy as you admit. I mean, you know. <laughs> I was just, he's played well for Northern Ireland. I just don't think he was. I mean, that tattoo on your arm says otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> don't. I got shaped. I, Connor Washington, number one fan, is well, it? It's, yeah. now, it's now just the black square. He's trying to work he's out just how had to, to change cover it. it to Little Smith. <laughs> Dear listeners, I have an eagle and a Native American. I have not got Connor Washington. No, you no don't. Link, to be fair. But. Is he dead to you now, Sorry, Connor Paul. Washington? No, he's alive and well in Sheffield, but he's no interest until we play them. And then hopefully he's an absolute stinker. And if he plays for Northern Ireland, I'll be hoping he does well for Northern Ireland. But I feel sorry for that because whatever you say about him, he worked his nuts off and he gave all. And um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he, he came just for the money. He, he, he worked hard. He just didn't when have that, that quality. When that, it was in the cup game, wasn't it? When he had that shot that was cleared off the line by Matt Smith. I think he was the grandest that, for him. That, that summed up. That summed up his QPR career. Do you know what? You're right. That, I just, I was like, ah. Oh. And that, that's, I imagine that's the noise he made. No, what, no, no, <laughs> what, no, what, no, he did. He put his hands in his face. Oh, I he? felt so bad for him. He was like, yes, yes. Oh, now, what would have summed it up players. would have been if Matt Smith had a bounce off him and gone in. It would have oh, yeah, summed up his career. Matt Smith goal. But, you know, he, he worked hard. I mean, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what he does at Sheffield, you know, because they're, they're, they're going, we've got a £3 million player for free, blah, blah, blah. But we all know that Connor Washington in the greatest mm. gift in the world is not a three million pound player. Um, he's gone. We move on. Well, what else can you say? Uh, I can I say these four or five these four players we've got in on loan in the last month. I'm really excited about. I think they are. I don't remember us getting 
such a high quality bunch. Is this of because Lemonese. they're sort of similar school age to you? Is that what no. really ex- excites you about them? I looked. I, I remember <laughs> thinking, but I remember talking about Wells at Bradford. He was at Bradford. Yeah, he was year. exciting. He's exciting. And you thought there was always talk then, like, oh, he's going to be the sort of next up and coming striker. And, mm. And Cameron knows what he's doing, and Rangel knows what he's doing, and is a good person to have in that he's, position. He seems in the long interviews seen, he seems like a really decent guy as well, and you you sort of want that because a lot of people have said you know Anua was obviously a really good captain and a good mm. role model. So you know, Anua's not fixed up yet, is he? I think he's gone to Rail Salt Lake or whatever it is. Oh, okay, I saw you know. a rumor that he was, yeah, yeah, I think he's gone. I think he's gone to the MLS. That's okay. interesting, um, you know. It's a shame because he's wasted. He, he, he could still be playing at this level. There's no reason why he shouldn't be. Angel to me is not right. only a good stopgap. He's good for the dressing room at the moment. We need these people in the yeah. dressing room. That's you're talking. I to be fair, I thought the time that we were we, we won promotion and got the likes of Walker and Routledge and Norm was 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 also a good. That's time. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in fairness, you know, we had to do it. We've done it. And fair play to Tony Fernandez. This his, his part and shot was to get these two lads in and loan and um, cough up the money. Fair play to him. Um, did you see, just before we go on to Arl's End, did you see Amit's, Amit Batty's interview? I did. What did you think? He's genuine. Um, I'm not sure that people are getting excited that the Mittels are going to start putting loads of money into QPR. I don't think that's on the horizon. Happy to be proved wrong. And They like keeping their money, so... They I certainly do, and if you want to lose money and, and join us in Poverty Street, we're yeah. the club for you. Um, listen, well, we've already seen that we can't spend money very well, so let's have a go at not spending money for a few years, I think see if we do any better. The criticism of, 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 of um, Tony was that he liked hanging out with footballers. I mean, I think Amit likes hanging out with people and stuff as well, but he's a, he's a very good face for the club. He's probably one of the nicest people on earth, and I can't see him ever going on Twitter and having rows of fans, and but at the same time, I've got to say this. I mean, I've criticised Fernandez all day long and everything else, but it's wrong that people hammer him as a person because his biggest mistake was spending too much money, trusting the wrong people. He didn't come to kill our club. He didn't come to merge with someone else. He didn't come to shut us down. He just got tickets for a ride by, you know, managers and agents. Uh, yeah. And I think in, it's harsh. What some people have said to him has been pretty harsh. They were honest mistakes, I think is what you said. Yeah. He just, he just wasn't very good. Being no. a club chairman, no. But he tried. He tried well, to be also, one. So I don't. I mean, it's hard. Do you think he's left the club in a better state than when he took over as chairman? Than well, when I don't he think he's left the club. I well, no, you, you know, no. But he did say something along the lines of clubs in a great position. It's like mm. it isn't. Yeah, but to be fair, it I, isn't really. To be fair, right, you're on the Titanic, right? You got Ahmed on one side. He's saying everything's okay. Don't worry and mm. smile. And you got Tony. Giving you life, life jackets with holes in them, and that's what it's yeah, kind of but like. You know. Continue that metaphor. He bought, he bought the Titanic. Where did it leave? Belfast, right? He bought or Liverpool, wherever it is. He bought it he's then when it was in the Premier League. He bought it then, mm. and he's he's hit an iceberg. And now Amit's kind of, kind of just you know the face now. Yeah, but I think to be honest with you, that's all. I never, I never, I never personally attacked. Tony Fernandez. I never messed up. I don't think I don't think you should be doing that. I, I mean people no. get annoyed and they vent their frustrations in different ways. I just thought he was a bit of a plonker on on social media and just be like, just don't put the phone away. That was my that's my bi- biggest gripe with him actually. Don't mm. just put the phone away. Just less or if you're gonna do it, do it through the proper avenues with the club because they'll at least might be able to just guide you slightly uh, and yeah. I think the fact that he did the way he did and got not the love that he wanted is part of the reason why he spent a sod this I'm, I'm just going to concentrate yeah, he's not on gone. he's not gone he's not gone but and his shares are reduced now isn't he he's not the major shareholder he, never, now, he wasn't Ruben was. was Ruben always more yeah recently okay. and I think I don't think any shares have changed hands I don't think Ahmed's suddenly become the major show Ahmed's just a kind of Tony's gone bollocks to this um, I, he's you, a friendly you, face. You, you, yeah, and he, he's not going to upset anyone, except if he plays golf for John Terry He's again. saying the right things and certain things that he should be saying that I don't remember Fernandez saying. He he's PR savvy. Like, he knows what he's doing. No, but you don't say things that are going... You don't, you're not supposed to say things that are going to come back to bite you. I don't remember Tony Fernandez ever saying, I'm just the custodian passing through. It's been here 100 years. I've got to make sure that the club is still here in 100 years, mm-hmm. which was the gist of what Amit said. And I don't remember true. him saying we yes, want to I build like a very true. That's, I agree. And so, if I was Amit, that's exactly what I would say, because he's right. The club, Amit did it, say that. 
That's, That's what I'm saying. saying. If yeah. I was him, I'd say what I would say. I think he's got... Whoever is holding the keys to Loftus Road has got to realise that the club means more than they do. Their own ego, their own mm. everything should go into a chest and be left until they leave. But I don't think... For that, listen, nothing's changed. Ruben Fern- Fernandes is still financially... Fernandes meant well. He just did poorly, as you said, David. I think he did, he did poorly, listened to the wrong people, and we made some absolute hurlers of mistakes. And we should actually, instead of being done by FFP, which really winds me up, we should be a blueprint of how not to run. The Football League should thank us. We have wrote the blueprint of how not to run a football club, how not to spend money. And even where Sam, who I thought were going exactly the same way, have us managed to win a game and... and Listen, he meant well. He he had his time at QPR, and I think he's, he's he's done well to walk away for a little while and get his head shard because some of the stuff that people say. I mean, did you see that thing on YouTube or whatever on Twitter today of the fan with the Man United players? He stick this camera in his the face. I saw something today, but I didn't listen to what it. Stranger what it was. thing, walking around, he's he's pretty much it was abu- at a train station. Wasn't yeah, he's it? kind yeah. of abusing them, and everything. and he's trying to take the high like, moral ground of I could be in this train station. How would you feel if someone goes up and shoves a camera in your face? And this is a new modern age. People just don't say on Twitter or any media form, I don't think you're very good. It's like, why can't you go and die? You know, which is sad harsh these days. We, we as fans need to calm our language down sometimes as well. And I'm very much guilty of that as well at times. And we need to get perspective and things. Because I thought it was right that... Hard, hard, hard to have perspective in your so passionate well, no, it's, about it's, something. No, it's, it's, it's true. I was talking to um, someone who's a footballer the other week about this, still dropping names or anything out there. I was just saying like... Clang! Who was it? It was... Um, it's nothing to do with QPR, it's just someone from work. So... Yeah, Danny Cadamatari. Danny Cadamatari. He's gone in Cadamatari. Yeah, that'll be one. <laughs> and you, you kind of... I was kind of saying to him like, you know... Who what, was it? I guarantee you he doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, but you just thought you'd mention okay. that it was a No, I'm not going to say it was. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, Dr. It's, Steve Palmer. Whatever. Yeah. And it was just kind of saying to him, what did you think of being asked for autographs? Because never bothered me. Autographs... Loved it. I'd rather chat to people than people coming up, sticking a camera in your face. Was it Michelle Vorm? Having a... a, What? David Michelle Vorm. David, that's one for the podcast. (laughs) David Kersnick. Can we go on to the R's end yet? I do want to know who it was now. I mean, I don't... I'm not telling you. I'm not going to tell you afterwards either. Can't you do like, he played for this club, this club, this no, club, and then because we can have one guess? Is it someone who had flowers delivered to them? It's work, and okay. I respect all our clients with... Did you know? Uh, got it. Danny Rose. <laughs> Very good. There you go. He should own a florist. Was there someone called I... Football who, who was called Tulip? Yeah, uh, no, it was... We had Danny Cullip. Cullip, which <laughs> is a similar No, but spending. not for us, but there was a player called Tulip, I'm sure there was. Carry on. <laughs> Everyone is still Arles with us. Thanks you so end. much for staying with us. Let's go to the R's end. Sorry for the puns. Anything, everything you haven't mentioned that you would like to mention? Don't start with me because I'm still thinking. Uh, I've got one. Go for it. Be re- we got Millwall next, right? Um, at home. Be really interesting to see how our new four four two plays up against their very tried and tested, and it works really well, four four two. Mm. I don't know. It's. Uh, I think that's a real... Sat, you always say the next game's the test all the cliches and all that but that really feels like it is and I wonder if we'll change how we play I don't know if we will but because they were they were annoyingly good last year you know, and if they didn't have had, if they hadn't had a man sent off um, at Loftus Road last year mm. um, I th- they would have won Ooh. possibly wrongly but we'll take yeah, it yeah it was harsh so I, I don't know what you guys think of that but that is my I'm interested they're to see They're a good side. Happens. They're very good. And they're kind of the bar that we were... Like, them and Brentford are, are kind of pushing well above the weight. Yeah, they're a good side. But I think with the, the quality we've got up front now, we've got different outlets. We can actually go at teams a little bit. We've got to release ourselves from the shackles of defence mindset and, 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 and go to win games nice and comfortably because we're capable of doing it we have got the players we have to believe we're players. stronger we're a stronger attacking team than we are a, def- a defensive mm. unit we're a better so, team than yeah. we realise yeah sometimes I think and we, 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 we could potentially smash teams if we get it right and um, so hopefully we'll start Wednesday. that to- pardon on Wednesday yeah yeah I hadn't finished <laughs> but one thing I will say about Millwall I know people don't like Millwall and stuff like that but it's, it's quite sad what's happened to them in the fact of what's happened to the ground where the, the, the council are trying to force them out and stuff and you know, whatever we think of any team, that's not right to happen to anyone. And uh, wish them luck in, in keeping their ground and keeping their identity. 
Um, I'll do my RZN next. I know how upset you get if you're not the last person to do the RZN. I don't have habits apart from driving around your house now every, towards every weekend. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. You're all um, right, son. Just don't come up your underpants on. So, <laughs> I've actually got... I'm just moving on. Uh, <laughs> I've got two things. Uh, first of all, the interview we did with Danny Shitu, he mentioned this game that he's playing in on the 30th of September. We, the organisers of that game have given us two pairs of tickets to give away Excellent. to our listeners. So, it's, uh, it's in... Uh, aid of the Carnu Hart Foundation. It's very, if you want two tickets to the game at the Hive on the 30th, it's very simple to enter. We're going to do a, a pinned tweet from tomorrow morning uh, and everybody who retweets it, which has got the information on the Hart Foundation and the cause that it's going to, everybody that retweets it will be entered into a draw, which we will draw out in the next week and there will be two pairs of tickets to go and watch this game and see Danny Shitu smash up. Sol Campbell. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> um, bit of a, a gear change for my second one. Um, I know the family of a very long-time and treasured QPR fan who unfortunately passed away this week, so mm. I wanted to give them a shout-out. And him, uh, Henry Camo, uh, was a season ticket holder in Ellerslie Road for decades. He followed the club for over 50 years. Um, he had uh, his favourite player of all time in common with many uh, was Rodney Marsh. Uh, and also uh, Ray Wilkins and Trevor Sinclair, the family, have told me, were his favourite players. They were his three favourite players. Um, in particular, uh, I think he had a lot of uh, friends who were Chelsea fans who always loved beating Chelsea. Uh, and I know he'll be sorely missed, so uh, RIP Henry Camo. And thanks for bringing your family to QPR as well, Henry. Good man. Paul. David. <laughs> Finish us off. Oh. If anybody makes banisters, <laughs> we could be the podcast for you. Now, um, I'm kind of really, really, really chuffed about Saturday. And I, I, I just want to say that, you know, our fans deserved that. And it was so nice to see everyone coming out the ground on Saturday, doing what away fans have been doing to us for a long time. And home fans have went away. And that's singing in our faces after the game. It was lovely to see so many smiles, so many decent people up there. And people like Joe Hilton and Kathy and that who go week in, week out, that win was for you guys because... It was beautiful. I don't care how we win, just win. And That's definitely not the end of your Ars no, no. End. It the, uh, the shortest Ars End you've one. ever had. My second part of the Ars End. Part one of how many? This is a... 17. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Go no, on. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's quite simple. It's like we're, we're playing tomorrow. And, sorry, we're, we're, not. Play, we're playing Wednesday. We're not. Why is it not Tuesday today? I keep, do you know, because I've done that all day. Because we, we usually record on a Tuesday. Yeah, but it's not that. I even thought it was Tuesday. I, I wanted to go to work and I remembered it was my day off. Anyway, um, which is weird because it's normally my bin day. I go and do the bins. Anyway, the... <laughs> As in you take the bin to the end of your path and that's a whole day. No, you're joking. It works. <laughs> I'm there for hours. Get take, rest, brush teeth, you do would bins. Not, you would not believe how many <laughs> functions... We do that cause so much rubbish and oh, cardboard that needs broken oh, up. You've got to take ah. it to the oh, the business yeah. bins. The business bins are a nightmare. I, I occasionally have to go and jump up and down on them, which is handy when we've lost because I can yeah. take it out of them. Especially when Paul Hart was manager, I got them bins packed solid. I tell you, yeah, that was, good for, that was good for four weeks. Oh, I tell you, I was <laughs> jumping up and down like it was frigging. It was his neck. Not that I wish violence on anyone, but no, I've got to be honest, and I don't like saying it. I'm kind of getting to like the pink kink. Ah, I can't Pink even do this to say it. Yeah. But uh, don't want to like it. Didn't want to like it. Don't want to like it. I don't like Nord it. Nor did myself. I still don't like it. So I, yeah, I know, but it's right. kind of... I think kids like it. Yeah. From what I can it's, gather. It's, it, I don't like it, but you know what? If we get in a way when it just makes you see things differently, doesn't if it? If they win in that kit, then it's yeah. better. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's just a win. If we, if we win yeah. every, every away game... And if we'd have carried on losing after that terrible run, it then would still we'd be have blamed the kit. Yeah. Excellent. Slightly better. Now, now that's it. Get you slightly okay. excited about something. I know this is almost obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway. It, our last three games, mm-hmm. we've got seven points. I can't, whatever the points per game is, if we'd have done that in the first four games, we wouldn't just be top, we would be clear. We would be a point clear. So it's all... That's, that's odd, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we would have 16 points if we'd have had the form we've had in the last three games in the first four games. Yeah, but that's... that's I know it's all buts. if my uncle know, and all that, buts. but... West Brom aside, we weren't... Not, we weren't... We were in those games... 
Mm. Uh, mm. Right. Less? No. We keep. No, not having we, we keep. We're still in the your, cup. Fin- Unbelievably. And the FA. <laughs> have you uh, have you finished your R's end? By the way, I'm just checking. Asking I just for want a friend. To, I just, I just, I, I, <laughs> my, my real thing is, please. <laughs> yeah. You have more more that, R's end than Star Wars films. That oh, that laugh was terrible. By the way, you want to change that? You sound like Sib James with the. Okay, really you have film. finished it. No. Um, um, tomorrow night. Wednesday, Wednesday night. Did yeah. I get a keep thinking it's Tuesday? It's not. It's Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Make the ground electric and make sure that we will can not hear work. Them. That's very dangerous if it rains. <laughs> this is why you should never bring your own jokes to a podcast. Sorry, I'm finished now. Every week, I'm done. Every week, we shoot for we shoot for forty minutes and we never we never hit it. Where are we I've at? Done all right. What we've done an hour. Fifty. Well, done all right. We're oh, sorry, minutes. I didn't think it was um, that long. Predictions. We're well. We're on Sky. Two games in a row oh, that can don't. never be good. Oh, don't. Uh, although like every team is on Sky in midweek now, oh, apparently. Okay. So maybe that levels it out. Millwall predictions and then uh, Villa. Villa predictions. Villa. Is it Villa? No. It is Villa. Is it Norwich? Uh, Norwich, Norwich, Norwich. I beg your pardon, Norwich. I thought I just missed Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You're all right, son. I'll go. Okay. I think we'll get four points. I think really? We'll win on Wednesday, draw. Saturday night. I, I think the other way around. Okay. Actually. Go on. So, ex- opposite of David, draw against Millwall, win against Norwich. Because they always seem to squirm some win against us. It's really annoying. Who's that? Norwich. Do you feel we've got a terrible record against Millwall as well? Paul, Absolutely shocking. in four and a half minutes or less, just your predictions for these two games. David, I feel that you have... Sorry. Have you missed your therapy session today? Sorry, this you, is it. You wanted, the, you wanted the ground to be electric. Sorry, Paul. Right, come no, no, on. Tomorrow, electric. Wednesday, prediction. If it was against Wednesday, Chelsea, prediction. I think it's going to be a tight game. They seem to have the sign on us that they, they, they make every game hard. But I think we'll... David, you really do need to see <laughs> your therapist. Screwed up a piece of just, paper. Just, just calm bloody yourself. tell us what just, you think I'm the, game, there, the prediction is going to be. Every time you interrupt me, it just makes it longer. I don't know what's wrong with you. I think I think tomorrow will be a Wednesday, not tomorrow, because it's not Monday, Paul. Right, I think it'll be two all on Wednesday. I got yeah. it right. And I think okay. we'll beat Norwich 3-0 Saturday. Ooh. Ooh. So you think the same. Um, thank you very much for listening. We've got so many midweek games at the moment, we just don't know what day we're recording on any given week, but it will be the start of the week. It will be either Monday or Wednesday next week, because we've got Blackpool away next Tuesday, right? Uh, yep. So this time, not next week, because it's not Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Uh. Thanks for listening. This has been Open All Ours. UPR. UPR. This one right there.